You're listening to the West Side Podcast, a part of the L.A. International Church of Christ family of churches, worshiping God in L.A. since 1989. Well, welcome everybody to our West Side Church Annual Harvest Festival. It's great to have everybody here. We gather together to uh, really connect with each other, to uh, be transformed, and to inspire each other. As part of the West Side Church, that's our mantra, and uh, it's just great to have this time. Uh, for the next ten minutes or so, we're going to fixate our thoughts on really the reason we're even all together connected from all nations, all backgrounds, ages, socioeconomic backgrounds. We're here because of Jesus and what He has done. So we're going to take this time... We're going to have a short little uh, communion lesson, a lesson to take us into remembering the cross. Uh, and as a congregation, um, you know, we really care about our community. We care about our people. So I also want to begin with a word of prayer just to welcome us in, set the tone for an awesome day. Um, couple, I know there's many prayer requests out there. I know our prayer team, uh, we have a great prayer team in our church. If you go on our website, you can, uh, you can list out the things you need prayers for. Talk to people in, who brought you today. We want to be praying for the real needs going on in people's lives. Uh, so let's go to God right now and pray to start things off. A uh, couple specific prayers there, and then we're going to go on with our lesson. So let's bow our heads in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the privilege of being here at this time to worship you. To connect as a community here in Culver City and the whole West Side. Thank you for the West Side Church and all the work that's gone into today's festival and fun. Uh, we're going to be honoring uh, first responders. We're so grateful for all they do, uh, you know, helping really serve the community. Uh, God, we know that uh, as servants of you, we're first responders to people's spiritual lives and physical lives as disciples of Jesus. Give our, uh, our, our time here just a special blessing of energy and faith. Open our hearts. A special prayer for the Herreras as Andrew has to return for uh, open heart surgery we just found, Father. And we want to pray for the family and for him specifically. We know we're praying for the Donaldson's family, God, in the passing of, of Albert as well as his brother. Uh, we really want to pray for Pam's strengthening and encouragement and for our family just to know that, that many amongst us fight the, faith, the fight of the faith and they finish the race. Uh, God, we mourn with each other, but we rejoice in the victory of our faith. And Father, I pray you'll bless this Harvest Festival in an incredible way. Open our hearts as we study the Word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, today the title of, of the lesson is Deep or Shallow. And it's coming from the parable of the sower, which we've been doing the parable of the sower. Uh, we did it last week, and we're going to keep with it for a couple weeks. And we've been hitting the parables as a church. But, are, are, you know, as you think about who you are, do you see yourself as deep or shallow? And I don't think any of us like to see ourselves as shallow. Now, as we get into today's lesson, I do want to let you know, I'm really excited that uh, the, the West Side Church has got a new uh, app. It's called uh, the Tidely app for the West Side Church. You can download it. And today's notes are already on there. So if you have it, I heard like a hundred of us downloaded it, but... We are in the 21st century, and we want to use technology to go deep even. So it's nice to even have the notes. Every sermon on Sunday, if you download the app, it'll already be on there, so you can follow along with the scriptures. And uh, James Lem, I want to hold him up for doing that. But it's just part of uh, using gifts of technology, I think, for us to get deeper as a church. Amen? So I actually today, outdoors here, because of the wind, I didn't want to have notes. I'm going to preach straight, straight off the app, and you can follow the notes if you can download it. But... I want to tell you a story to begin today's lesson. My name is Steve Lounsbury, by the way. 
If you're visiting today, uh, my wife Carrie and I are the lead uh, ministry couple for the Westside Church. We came in at the beginning of this year. It's a privilege to work with the staff, uh, the eldership, uh, and just all the great leadership here on the West Side. It's great to be with all of you. But I want to share a story. I, I definitely want to be known as somebody who's, who's deep and not shallow. And a lot of times our relationships with people reveal that, and none more so oftentimes than in how we treat one another. And, you know, with my wife Carrie, uh, I love her for her depth. I love her for what she's all about. I remember when I first um, was interested in her as a young single guy in our ministries, I found out she had read through and highlighted uh, the entire book of Proverbs. She would get up every day at like 5.30 and go through the Proverbs and highlight scriptures on integrity and highlight scriptures uh, you know, about really being faithful to God. And, and I was so inspired that she, as a young woman at this time, wanted to gain a wisdom and a depth and a richness. And so that certainly attracted me to her. Now, a lot of you might, if you know my wife... That, that's not the only reason. There are many great qualities about her. And I'm going to tell you a funny story, but I want to set it up that I'm interested in more than how pretty my wife is. She is very pretty, uh, and that's just the truth. But I'm interested in her depth, okay? Now, as I go on with the story, oftentimes uh, we will be out at store shopping, and other women will stop and go and stop my wife and say, You are so beautiful. Which is, and she's just very gracious and kind and says, So thank you. And, it's a little awkward, but I'm, I'm telling you, that's been my experience with her. Many people have said that she's definitely beautiful. So, I bring it up to the funny story, I, I, but I love her depth, but I will tell you the story. One time, when I was dating her, I needed to bring some... I lived nearby, This is in the, we lived in Long Beach at the time, we were in our, uh, our, our single adult ministry here uh, in the Long Beach church at the time, and um, I had to bring something over, she was a neighbor, and I had to bring something over, I, can't, I don't know if it was for her or one of her, her roommates... And I, I went over there, I was knocking on the door, and I don't think she knew that it was going to be me. And I think later, I don't know if it was later that day uh, that we had a date, I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, she was getting ready. It wasn't later that day, babe? You don't remember the story. Okay, well, here's what happened. I, she walked up to the, to the door, and I'd only, you know, I'd only seen her at events where she's all dolled up, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like she was like ready to roll. Yes, okay, you know the story now. And so she walks to the door, and I am handing something off. And when she walks to the door, at first I thought that she had something, you know, she'd been crying or something. I thought, oh, she looked a little different. And, and then I thought, uh, what? And I was thinking in my mind, her face looks different. And so I said, what, uh, what happened to your face? <laughs> yes, I confess. She didn't have any makeup on. And it was the first time I had seen her. She was like 20 years old. And she's gorgeous, so... But I said that, yes, I said that, and to this day, I, I share that as one of my most embarrassing moments. <laughs> I, I was interested in her depth anyway, and I was concerned about her heart, that she might have... Something was going on, and I didn't know what I was doing. I'm sorry, honey. But my wife is very, very beautiful, and I want to be known as somebody with depth, as I'm sure you do as well. But we find a passage, if you could turn with me to the uh, parable of the sower, and we're going to look at the Matthew account of the parable of the sower. And in Matthew chapter 13, we're going to read the parable, and then we're going to go and fixate on the part about the shallow soil. So beginning in verse 3, it says, Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. This is Matthew 13, verse 3. Matthew 13. Matthew 13, yes. And then you just click on it on the app, it comes right up. I love it. 
as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. And so here we have a classic parable of, uh, you know, the sower of seed, which is the word of God to impact the heart. And there's four different kinds of hearts. There's the hard heart, right, that just doesn't get it at all. And the second heart is the heart I want to talk about a little bit today. And that is the shallow heart that at first loves it. Oh, yeah, I want to follow God. But because there's no depth, there's no root, when trouble comes and trouble will come, they quickly fall away. They leave their faith. They leave what they stand for because they're not rooted. It says they wither because there is no root. And I want to, you know, a little bit further down in the passage, you get Jesus. And this is one of the rare parables where Jesus actually uh, explains the parable to everybody. And that's a cool thing that you get the actual explanation from Jesus himself. And so if you skip on down to verse 20 in Matthew chapter 13, it says, he explains, he says, The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. And so we see right here that one of our conditions is a lot of us, we're, we're quick to respond in a positive way, but we can't simply respond quickly about the message of God and not let it get deep down in our heart. There's a sense of being rooted because it says when the troubles come and we all face troubles. Uh, for many of you, uh, we had an incredible opportunity to do a timeline of the history of the West Side Church. We did it a couple weeks ago. And it was amazing to me when we looked at this timeline and everybody shared their, their, their most tragic experiences and then also their best experiences. And at every error that we looked at a 30-year history of our fellowship, there was both difficulty and victory. And sometimes there was more of one or the other. But we found trouble and we found victory in every time period. Because the scriptures are clear, you will face trouble. Part of being strong is overcoming trouble. Now the ultimate answer to that is Jesus. And we're going to fixate on that. And we find a passage that talks about this idea of being rooted and having deep roots. And there's a couple places in the scriptures that talk about getting mature spiritually. Uh, one of the best ones is uh, as it talks about how we have to put into practice in Hebrews what we already know. If you don't put into practice what you already know, you're going to, you know, you use it or you lose it, so to speak. Right? You use it or you lose it. And I know you guys um, can probably tell I work out a lot. <laughs> Not, I haven't lately that much. And if you don't, you know, those of you that do go to the gym, if you work out a fair amount, you know, you get bigger. It's men, right? Or slimmer or whatever it is you're looking for. And if you stop, it goes the other direction. Right? You use it or you lose it. If you don't keep with something, it changes quickly. You've got to stick with it. That's a principle of being rooted. But I want to I close today's uh, concepts with, as we relate to the cross from Colossians chapter 2. 
verse 6 and 7. And, and it's a verse that talks about being rooted. All right, I want to read that to us. He says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, so as you received Him, continue to live your lives in Him. And he's talking to the church, to those who have received the Word, to those who enjoy, did say, Yeah, I want to follow you, Jesus. He says, Continue to live in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. I think all of us need to ask the question, how deep are your roots? If you stand here today and say, hey, I did receive Jesus. I know who He is. He is my Lord. You've got to ask yourself, how deep have those roots gone? And the question I have for you is, as you read this text, it says, it says, you know, continue in Him in the way you were taught. And the implication is, you know why. You have the why down. We all need to have our why. Why we believe what we believe. Why is Jesus your Lord? That's the question, right? If you don't have a deep why, then your roots are shallow. It can't just be because of all the fun and happy people here. Right? You, you, you can't just, you know, make commitments to your, your time commitments just because only the people are friendly. Although I hope we're all friendly. The roots have got to go deeper. For me, it has, my, my why has to do with, I believe, without question, from history, as a history major, from evidence and from personal experience, that Jesus is, without question, Lord. He's the creator. He's the third, one part of the Trinity, which that alone is an infinite concept. But I'm able to love Jesus because I, I'm convinced from history and evidence He really is the Son of God. That He walked on water, that He died, and He resurrected, and that He will return. And, and I, I, I think through that often when I waver in my faith, I think, why do I believe this? Because I've studied the history, I've studied the background, and I've seen the evidence, and I've experienced the power of Him coming into my life. I am convinced of who He is, and He is my Lord. You need a why to get deep. What is your why? The second question I have for you is, have you shared your why with anybody else? Because your roots will not deepen unless you begin to share your why with other people. When you get a chance to share it publicly, and a lot of us do, we, I'm not the only one who speaks. We have many preachers that are not, whether they're on staff or not on staff, we have many we need that. Many of you lead small groups and you teach. And I, I, I commend our small group leaders for that. Thank you. Uh, when's the last time you just shared with the neighbor your why? why? Have you shared? This is why Jesus is my Lord. The ultimate answer, the deepest concept ever, you're going to ever comprehend, is the message of Jesus dying on the cross and resurrecting. It's a message of infinite wisdom. It carries with it the message that Jesus died because of you, because you were lost in sin. You, your sins caused it. But it carries with it the equally infinite concept that Jesus died because He loves you. That His love for you, you are so valuable, He would even die for you. You're so sinful that He had to die to compensate for you. Those two concepts are different polar opposites that are hard to comprehend. And I challenge you, to get deep, by, by looking deeply, what does the cross really mean, and what is your why? Amen? Amen? Let's go to God in prayer as we reflect on the cross, 
so we can be deep individuals, deeply rooted in Christ and what he's done for us. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the incredible, infinite love that you demonstrated in uh, sending your son Jesus to die for our sins. And Father, help us to comprehend that, that we need that, that blood that was shed to cleanse us from, from our uh, iniquities, Father. That we, we don't deserve it in any form. And comprehending the, the two sides of the coin, that, that we're worthy of death and yet we're worthy of the, the, the love that exceeded all loves. Father, help us to get deep in our understanding and deeply rooted to stay strong forever. We thank you for his body given for us and his blood shed. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've just listened to the West Side Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit thewestsidechurch.com or laicc.net.